Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit LambdaLegal.org. That's LambdaLegal.org. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Cleaning out the home of a loved one who has recently died or entered a nursing home is something most people dread, especially if they have no idea what to do with all the items their loved one has accumulated. Enter the Swedish Death Clean. It may sound morbid, but it can actually lighten the burden of grieving loved ones. Popularized in the book The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by 80-something artist Margareta Magnusson, Swedish death cleaning is basically decluttering in your later years so that someone else doesn't have to do it for you. Magnusson herself is Swedish, but has lived all over the world. Her book was an immediate sensation in Sweden and garnered serious interest in the U.S. once it was published here in 2018. In the book, Magnusson explains that the Swedes call it dostadning, a combination of the words for death and cleaning, though it's a relatively recent concept. We spoke via email with Anne Charlotte Gavel Adams, Professor Emerita of Swedish Studies at the University of Washington. 
She explained that the word isn't listed in any Swedish Academy dictionaries and that she first heard of the concept 10 years ago from a man in his 70s who was clearing out his artworks and books so that his sons wouldn't have to do it when he passed away. She said, he's still alive though. He used the word in a humorous tone. I think the Swedes are as uncomfortable discussing death as Americans. And of course, we're not alone in that. According to a survey by the Academy of Medical Sciences in England, six out of 10 people know little to nothing about those last hours of life. In fact, one-third of participants declined to answer the questions, leading researchers to surmise that they're uncomfortable or unwilling to talk about death. Even so, the concept has clearly struck a nerve. Boston-based professional organizer Rhea Becker added Swedish death cleaning to her list of services after reading Magnuson's book. She said via email, I've worked with so many relatives of people who never streamlined their belongings, only to leave a massive amount of stuff to the unfortunate next generation. Author and motivational speaker B.J. Gallagher has been on the receiving end of this accumulated stuff not once or twice, but three times in the last eight years. One of those homes was her mother's residence, where she lived for four decades. Gallagher said via email, Along the way, I decided I wanted to start liquidating my own estate before I become elderly and or incapacitated because I don't want my son to have the same headache dealing with my household at the end of my life. I decided that the greatest gift I can give my son is the gift of no burden. So that's what I've been doing the past couple years, long before I ever heard the term Swedish death cleaning. First on the chopping block was her art, clothes, and jewelry because they all have significant value and aren't simple curbside donations. She said, I've used eBay and social media to sell these items with great success. I made $30,000 last year selling my clothes, jewelry, and art, and it feels so great to lighten up and clear out space in my closets and in the rooms of my house. Although it might seem like an awkward conversation to have, the irony is that streamlining personal belongings during those golden years actually improves the quality of life. Becker said, some people feel squeamish about the idea that they are essentially preparing their personal environment for their eventual death, but it makes so much sense. And once completed, the person who chooses to do Swedish death cleaning can enjoy a simpler life, surrounded only by the things they truly need or love. Still, it can be a difficult topic to broach with a loved one, as no one wants to imply that grandma or mom has one foot in the grave. So, if you think the person in question might be somewhat rightfully put off by the phrase death cleaning, take a different approach. We also spoke via email with Julie Bestry, a Chattanooga, Tennessee-based professional organizer. She said, when people contact me about their parents wanting to suggest downsizing for them, I always encourage them to position it from the perspective of how it will improve their parents' lives now rather than their families' or children's lives later. Accent how a less cluttered environment means there are fewer things to dust, vacuum, or make space to store. Perhaps mention a friend whose parent had excess and fell, breaking a hip, and recuperating at home wasn't possible because the cluttered spaces left little room to move about with a walker. Once your loved ones are on board with a full house declutter, you can offer to lend a hand on a gradual basis or use the services of a professional organizer. Then start slowly. Becker said, my client chooses the room that's bugging them the most. We handle every item while the client makes decisions and then we move on to the next room. This process may sound time consuming, but we can often complete an entire room in two to four hours. Here are a few other tips for successful death cleaning from professional organizers. First, dispose of anything that could be hurtful or embarrassing. I can say from personal experience cleaning out family members' homes that finding a loved one's sex aids is awkward. Then, bring other friends or relatives in on the action. Ask them what items of value they want and write it down or note it in the will. This will limit hurt feelings and fighting after your loved one is passed on. They may even decide to distribute the items before passing. And finally, consider packing a throwaway box. 
items that can't be parted with for sentimental reasons, but that no one else will have a use for. When all is said and done, few people are likely to feel that they've lost anything other than a cloud hanging over their head. Becker said, clients are always relieved to have thinned the herd. They actually feel a lightness that they may have never experienced before. As I like to say, it's only stuff. Today's episode was written by Alia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang. A Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other neat topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.